You are listening to Forging Employee Experience. I'm Josh Crane, joined here by none other than Alexander Norin. How are you, my friend? Doing fantastic. Back at it, doing podcasts, just happy to be here, feeling, feeling very blessed, um, especially with our, our wonderful special guest that we have wow. joining us today. We are very, very excited to welcome Andrew Sadie to the show. Andrew, how are you? Very good. Thanks, Josh. How are you? I'm great. And thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Um, Andrew is a close friend of ours and is quite the accomplished businessman. You work for Schneider Electric. Tell us a little bit about uh, your role there and, and what you do. Sure. So I, uh, I lead talent digitization at Schneider, which uh, in a nutshell is about bringing new technologies at uh, the forefront of HR. Uh, technologies out there, mostly in the AI and machine learning uh, uh, sectors. Uh, I've been with Schneider for a few years. Uh, we are a company of 140,000 employees uh, in the energy management uh, business. Uh, so yeah, pretty exciting things. Yeah, and 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 Schneider is a large, large operation. I mean, you're you're dealing with tens of thousands of managers. I mean, t tell us a little bit more about that process. Sure. So uh, we have about 15,000 managers in, uh, in Schneider. It is a very large operation, uh, as you said. Uh, employee engagement is uh, at the heart of our outreach to our managers because we do believe that our managers uh, are the ones who uh, engage uh, our colleagues. Uh, so it is, a, it is a pretty large operation. I can only imagine it must be quite the challenge when you're thinking about employee engagement, what that looks like for 15,000 managers and, and how that trickles down to the rest of the employees. And, and given we're not just talking about managers sitting in an office, there are, there are managers in the field and there are managers with many different roles and many different um, operations. So um, tell us a little bit more about like the engagement efforts. Where does that start? I guess, why did you decide to focus so heavily on employee engagement and what does that look like from manager to manager? Sure. Uh, I, I think it all starts with the philosophy at Schneider that our business is our employees and uh, our employees are the ones who make or break our business. And that is uh, not different whether you are at the shop floor or the top floor. Uh, at different levels of the organization, uh, whether you're working in a distribution center or uh, one of our uh, manufacturing plants uh, or you're the CEO, uh, engagement is at the heart of what our managers uh, are, are doing. Uh, the more engaged our employees are, the more productive they are, the happier they are, uh, and uh, the more our business, uh, our business benefits. Uh, so we do have engagement surveys, of course, that we monitor on a regular basis. Uh, and make sure to uh, have action plans around these uh, to keep engaging our colleagues and uh, make sure that we're answering to what is it that engages them. So it is employee driven uh, at, uh, at the end of the day. Mm. And what are some of those, what are some of those um, successes that you've, that you've had? Some of those employee driven engagement initiatives that you feel have been, um, have made a positive influence on the employee experience at the organization? Sure. Uh, the, the, we've had many successes in the past uh, in the past year. As part of our engagement uh, plans, we do monitor different drivers. Uh, we did add uh, a few drivers in uh, in recent years. 
the, the, the three newest drivers that we have are uh, employee recognition and how recognized employees are feeding at work. Uh, also around real estate, uh, how uh, comfortable employees are feeding in, in their work environment, uh, but also well-being, which is one of our uh, latest, but also one of our most important new drivers uh, to make sure that we monitor employee well-being on different levels, whether this is uh, physical well-being, social well-being, mental well-being, uh, to make sure that our colleagues uh, are, are really um, monitoring, but also ensuring that they are having some um, well-being moments uh, at within Schneider uh, so that we can reduce burnout, so that we can have employees more engaged and happier. Uh, so these are some of the, the latest drivers that we have uh, that we've, uh, we've added and that we've been monitoring. Oh, that's that's fascinating. I, I think that's amazing. And it seems like as we focus on these things, which have typically been relatively hard to track, right? Like uh, well-being, it's kind of hard to put a number on that for every single employee because it's a, you know, it's a personal experience sometimes. But uh, I'm, I'm curious why you decided to focus on bringing well-being to the table. It sounds like there was some level of research that you were doing or there was some, some need that you saw in the workspace, and that's when you decided to start tracking and, and, and measuring that. Um, is there any specific reason why you chose um, these three and well-being specifically? Right, uh, so the, the, every time we choose a new driver, uh, there is definitely a reason for that, and it typically is. Uh, we're a very employee-centric organization, so it all starts with the employee, uh, and typically these have started with feedback from employees. Every year we capture thousands of verbatims, uh, from our employees and their feedback. Uh, we uh, analyze these and in these analyses, we get feedback. So the last ones were around well-being and recognition and uh, as I said, uh, real estate, so the environment that employees are working in. Um, in, in many of the uh, countries or regions in which we operate, uh, our employees work very hard. Uh, they work long hours, they, uh, there's a lot of pressure uh, we were uh, seeing, uh, even though that was isolated and uh, the numbers were not very big, uh, we were seeing in some cases some uh, burnout, some employees being stretched too thin. Uh, so we did get that feedback that we want, uh, em employees want our organization to be an organization that is uh, respectful of employees' times and uh, time, uh, but also their uh, well-being, their comfort. Uh, and this is why we decided about three years ago uh, to launch a global program uh, on employee well-being. Uh, if you go on YouTube, you can find plenty of videos around that. Uh, if you just type Schneider well-being. Uh, so we do have a, a developed program around uh, employee uh, well-being. Mm. So, so I, when, I, when I hear these, these three drivers, um, my, I start to think, wow, you know, here, here's an organization that's really assuming the responsibility of trying to positively affect the employees lives as a whole not just um not just them at work right like as as you as you work with well-being and, and recognition and physical space you know you're really you're really saying as an organization i'm going to take some responsibility for my for my employees lives as people as humans right not just as employees how do you feel that responsibility has shifted from you know decades ago where it was very much hey i'm an employee i'm an organization my responsibility is to pay you for what you've done 
now we're going all the way to the other end where it's like, I'm assuming a responsibility that you have a positive, positive life here. You know, at Schneider, one of our most important hashtags, because now this is the, we're in the era of hashtags, is great people make Schneider Electric a great company. I know it's a long hashtag, but it really summarizes uh, who we are as a company. And we want to make sure that our great people are at the heart of, of what we do. We don't treat our employees like numbers. They're not resources. Uh, they really make our, our company. So, and we do know that our employees spend a lot of time uh, at work. Uh, and and it, all of us, we, we spend a lot of time at work and our work influences our uh, home and uh, our home mm-hmm. is our work. So at the end of the day is really one, you're one person and we are all one person. So if we can manage to make sure that we can uh, increase the well-being and enhance the well-being of our employees, uh, they're feeling better at work, they're feeling better at home, uh, and they become more uh, productive and they can serve our customers better and they can be friendlier with their colleagues uh, and the whole work environment and the collaboration works better so you're very you're very right it is uh, it, we do treat that as one one whole uh, yeah. that is culture that we're, we're we're trying to to create how do you how do you see you know as we progress and become more technologically advanced as as we start increasing the interfacing between um, you know, AI, artificial intelligence, having computers do a lot of, a lot of uh, roles that humans traditionally have done. Um, how do you feel that affects employee engagement? Is there, is, there, is there a right or wrong answer or is it about the approach? What are your thoughts on, on the seeming um, paradox there that is increasing um, autonomy, uh, autonomous work versus, you know, making sure we're not putting people out? So if you look at the newest technologies that we brought in, uh, like in the sphere of uh, internal mobility, as you can imagine with 140,000 employees, internal mobility is very important for us in order to keep our skills and our uh, knowledge within Schneider. Uh, But it is a very big number. So this is where AI, for example, is doing the heavy lifting in terms of sourcing, in terms of pre-selecting, in terms of uh, doing a short list. Uh, so that doesn't mean that our recruiters, for example, or our uh, talent acquisition specialists uh, are going to be on their way out. They're just going to be reskilled and in order for them to focus on more adding tasks that are, add more value, like coaching managers on how to do behavioral interviews, like coaching managers on how to uh, do assessments, on uh, you know, how to do the process faster. Uh, so it, it's really doing more with, with less rather than making sure that we are um, replacing our colleagues with new technologies. That is definitely not the purpose. So we are, we are putting a big emphasis on reskilling uh, mm-hmm. our colleagues uh, rather than really uh, change their roles or, as you said, push them out. It, it's right. not something that we do at Schneider. That's that's fantastic because you know at the end of the day it's the, the, you're always you're always going to want a human there doing something and and finding you know hey if, right. if a computer can do this let's teach the human to do something more complicated more more um, you know it almost sounds like really this um, this push with technology is helping people achieve their potential even more because yeah. now they are freed they they have the, the time to instead of worrying about all the little tracking and stuff that's being done by a computer now they can say okay let me learn some new skills 
that uh, are going to help me help the company and help everybody work, work even better. That, I mean, that sounds incredible. Hmm. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's interesting as, as I'm listening to you talk about these uh, measures that you're taking at the organization, it makes me think, I mean, we've had the, the honor and privilege of meeting you several times in person and have benefited greatly from some of the advice that you have shared with us around employee engagement. We're, we're, we're always amazed at the passion that you bring to this subject because it's not just about um, it's not just about the implementation. You really do have a, a place in your heart, I believe, for employee engagement. So, so where, tell me a little bit about where does that personal passion come from and, and why do you find a love for working with individuals on this level? Sure, sure. Thanks, Josh. That's, uh, that's very, very kind of you and very heartwarming to say. Uh, I, I've been in HR for, for many years and I've worked for different types of, uh, of companies from uh, very large oil and gas companies to uh, multinationals to the United Nations. Uh, and I think all these different companies taught me different things about uh, the employee life cycle. And one thing that I learned, and obviously I'm not going to name names, but one thing that I learned from working in some of these companies uh, that treat employees like, like numbers uh, and like a resource and, you know, just like a, a number on an Excel sheet uh, is that employee engagement is, is really at the heart of making a company because engaged employees treat the company as their own. They act like owners. Engaging uh, employees uh, treat customers with respect and make sure that they don't sabotage the company. Uh, and I think this is the difference between a company that has a great culture and a company that does not have a great culture. So having been in a company that does not have great culture before, uh, I think the one learning bit for me was I really want to make sure in during my career and whatever you know companies I'm at and uh, I've been with Schneider for many years and I'm very happy at Schneider because of the culture that we have and because of uh, employees being at the heart of what we do. I think this is where that passion is coming from, that I've seen how it is to be not great and I've seen how it is to be great, like what we have at Schneider. Uh, and I think that this is something that we need to amplify and make sure to keep, keep going and doing more of. Uh, and I'm very happy to say that at Schneider, I think we are on the right track. When we look at the numbers of employee engagement that we had many years ago, uh, it has been a steady increase uh, through the, the different the many years that we've uh, we've been monitoring employee engagement, uh, and that definitely tells me that we are doing something right. Uh, and this passion that I have for employee engagement, I think it is shared uh, by all of our colleagues and all of. If I'm gonna go with all, but you know maybe probably <laughs> not it's most of our our colleagues if we want to be realistic. And so as we look to help help others try to try to better improve and, and, and share share some of that passion that, that we, we all have here today, what are some, you know, if you were talking to an individual who who might be thinking, yeah, you know, he's right. That's it. That's what it's all about. But I'm at an organization where no one else I, it can't be said that most of my colleagues feel the same way. Um, how might a mid-level or lower-level manager start improving the employee experience within their own sphere? What, what, what practical tips would you recommend to someone who feels maybe like they're on a bit of an island um, and can't, doesn't really have top-level buy-off for you know, the budget or whatever um, to really improve and engage employees? 
Right. Uh, what gets measured gets done. Uh, diagnosis is half the cure. There are so many different ways to spin this, but I think measurement is, is step number one. If you monitor the engagement of your employees, whether that is on, and as you said, and I'm very happy that you said that in your, your question, uh, whether you have the means to monitor that on a daily basis and you have the budget to do that, or you uh, do it once a year, or you do it maybe once every two years, I know some companies do that, uh, it, does, it doesn't matter as long as you get it measured. Uh, that's step number one, because if you cannot see it, you can't really uh, deal with it. Uh, and that measurement does not necessarily have to be digital. I Definitely digital is better. Uh, I work on digitization and I can see the benefits of that. Uh, but that could be also that measurement could also be a one-on-one -on -one discussion with your employees and having a heart-to-heart -heart conversation on how are they feeling and all of that. So I, I think that's step number one is measuring. Two, I think, is uh, taking the feedback on board because in the measurement, you're going to be getting some feedback. That feedback is going to be hard. I read a lot of our verbatims uh, that come out of our employees' feedback. Uh, some of it is harsh. And some of it is hard to swallow and some of it makes me uncomfortable. Uh, but we need to put our you know, feedback receiver hat on and take it with a grain of salt and transform that feedback into action. Uh, and three is really sharing that action plan. And this is where you get confirmation from employees. Uh, because at the end of the day, we're really working for their engagement. So we measure it, we get the feedback, we transform the feedback into actions. Uh, and then we need to get their confirmation that these actions that we are putting in place are really the things that they want us to work on. Uh, and I think by doing so, you are going to get a workforce that is more engaged uh, and, and really creating a culture of engagement uh, within an organization. That's amazing. And, I, I think that's such a cool way to, to look at it. I mean, those, those three steps right there are, um, I, I think, crucial, essential for employee engagement. And honestly, what you just described seems a little bit forward thinking. I think a lot of organizations um, don't do any of this when it comes to employee engagement. You know, that, that measuring aspect um, is like, oh yeah, we do that in an annual survey and that's it. <laughs> but when we get the feedback, we're like, okay, can't do that, can't do that, can't do that. Okay. So they don't do anything about it. And the third point, especially I think is amazing is that when you decide on an action, it is not just the manager. It's not, it's not just you saying, hey, this is what we're going to do. And, <laughs> and you guys are going to like that or not. It's like, hey, this is what we've decided to do. I bring it back to the organization and say, is this what we want to work on? And that just sounds like a perfect recipe for employee engagement. Right. Absolutely. And, and even what I love that's perfect about it is that it's, it can be done with Google Forms and a positive attitude. You know what I mean? Like there's no, there's no need for flashy anything. Any, anyone can do this, you know, um, in, in, no matter what level you're at, no matter where, what your organization feel is, that's, that's, that's fantastic. Wonderful. And so, Andrew, as we start to wrap up this episode, I'd, I'd be curious to hear a little bit about the, the success of implementing these, these three measures. You know, you talked a lot about measuring employee engagement, um, but, you know, it still seems like when we focus on hel helping our employees to be engaged, there's no bottom line implications there. I can't see the financial gains 
there, at least, you know, in, in the short term, which is sometimes all we're focused on in certain industries and certain corporations. So have you seen, um, you said you've seen the numbers grow, but, but what are the, the, the actual benefits that you have seen from following this three-step method in your organization? Uh, engaged employees uh, are better for business. So, so yes, I, I, you know, I, I get your point around uh, this is not uh, a direct uh, impact. This is not something that you see immediately, maybe like a training or a technical training where an employee goes and you know, gets things done because they just received a training. Uh, but there is a direct correlation between engagement and, and uh, the bottom line. And the, the faster companies uh, realize that and, uh, and believe in it, uh, the better it is because that means that they're going to engage their employees faster and they're going to benefit their bottom line faster. Engaged employees are good for business, not only for HR, not only, you know, just because they're happy. Uh, it is the, 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 the right thing for uh, the, the business. Uh, so, and we've been seeing this at Schneider because our business has been growing year over year. Uh, and there is a direct correlation with employee engagement. Uh, our employees get are more engaged, our business grows, our employees are more engaged the next year, our business grows. Uh, these go hand in hand in hand. Um, we do see also a correlation of, uh, you know, uh, employee engagement and turnover, employee engagement and attrition. The more engaged our employees are, especially on specific drivers uh, in some specific countries. And you have to keep in mind, we monitor engagement globally, but we also monitor engagement in the 110 countries that we operate in. Uh, and we do uh, have correlations between the engagement scores that we have, the different drivers, the attritions in these specific countries, uh, the, you know, the business volume in these specific countries, the year over year uh, bottom line increase. Uh, and what we see is that in countries where employees are more engaged, attrition goes down, uh, the, the business growth, uh, grows. Uh, so they are, all of these are, are interrelated. It's, it, it, it's all connected. Yeah, and that's, you know, it, I love hearing the experiential um, support to the research, right? Because I think, I think we all know that the research out there says that it is, but sometimes we get stuck in the theoretical and it's hard to see the actual, um, you know, the, the actual, like, no, when companies put this in practice, even, even at scale, right? Because it's, um, it's one thing to say that, that these practices work for a 500-person organization where employee engagement is much more manageable. Um, but to say that it scales up to a, such a large organization, uh, it, I mean, that, there's the proof. There's the proof right there that it's it's definitely worth definitely worth the investment. Um, Andrew, thank you so much uh, for for your thoughts and your comments. Uh, any any last minute thoughts before we wrap wrap up? Any any words of words of wisdom you might recommend to folks looking to to make the, a better workspace for their employees? Sure. Thank you so much for uh, for both of you for inviting me. I'm very happy to to be here and talk about, as you said, uh, a topic that is very very near and dear uh, to my heart. Uh, last words of wisdom. I think you know. I'm just going to recap what I said before. Uh, engagement is not something that is nice to have. Engagement is something that is a must have for any organization that is wanting to grow. Uh, the more engaged employees are, uh, the better the performance of the organization. Absolutely. That is something we believe deeply here on this podcast. And we thank you so much for sharing that wisdom. 
Um, what's the best way to keep in touch with you if our listeners have additional questions? Sure, I'm on LinkedIn, uh, Andrew D. Sabi. So uh, that's the best way to keep in touch with me. There are my contacts. Uh, my contact info is there. They can reach out to me uh, on LinkedIn or my contact info, which is which is also there. Wonderful. Andrew, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. We look forward to future conversations. Yeah.